0: Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for joining this episode of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I'm real excited to introduce you to today's guest, Allison Tolman of Nourished Routes. She is a registered dietitian and helps her clients reach their nutrition goals without ever counting calories, restricting foods, or yo-yo dieting. She has a wide breadth of experience in nutrition, and her seamless adaptability has allowed her to work with a range of clients from women struggling with their relationship with food to the 2016 World Series champions, the Chicago Cubs. Allison has experience working with individuals of all ages and is passionate about helping her clients to feel less confused about nutrition and build healthier eating habits that are sustainable for life. So grab that emotional support water bottle, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey y'all, welcome to today's episode of the Success Family Lens Podcast. We're so excited to be jumping into season five and we're gonna be talking about health, fitness, self-care, mental health, the tools you need, the resources you need in order to run a business in your best self. This is not a season where we're talking about getting into shape or getting a beach body, like throw that out the window. I am talking about taking care of your body, taking care of yourself, taking care of your mental health. When you do these things, you're able to run a better business because you are in the best version of yourself. Now that's something that is constantly evolving, but that is what we're focusing on for season five. And I am so, so excited about it. So grab your headphones, your water bottle, a glass of wine because Yes, I am still drinking a glass of wine, please, and thank you. And let's dive into this season. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for joining on today's episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. As you all know, we are here with Allison from Nourished Roots. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Hey, everybody. It's so good to to meet everybody. I'm so excited to be here today.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So, Allison and I, Became connected through a mutual friend, Morgan. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen her and I hang out. We get together a couple, a couple times a quarter almost. And I was really—I call Morgan like the connector. I swear, if you need anything, you can call her and be like, "Hey, I need like a llama farm." <laughs> like, how often are you like,
1: asking me? for a llama farm?
0: But <laughs> I swear, she would know somebody. She's like, "Yeah, yeah. I know what?" Like I just I I call her the connector. She seems to know everybody, so I was really excited to connect with you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your business, all of that fun things.
1: Yeah. So as she mentioned, my name is Allison. I'm a registered dietitian. I've been a Registered dietitian now for about seven years, a little over seven years. It's crazy how fast time flies by. I currently live in Nashville, Tennessee. I started my company, Nourished Roots, which is spelled R-O-U-T-E-S. People get a little mixed up about that four years ago. So I just hit my four-year mark this past January. It's been, you know, great helping hundreds of individuals using my anti-diet approach. a little bit about me. I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts. I've lived in Nashville now for five years with my husband, with our pup, Theo. You could definitely, if you don't follow me on Instagram already, you will see lots of puppy content of Theo. And my husband and I are currently expecting our first baby together. So congrats. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. I'm really excited.
0: (laughs) Awesome. What kind of, uh, what kind of puppy do you have?
1: He is he's a mix my husband and I rescued him um he is a lab mix but Something. has like a curly tail so yeah
0: I love that every our, our audience knows like I'm a big dog person animal person really
1: yeah That's oh yeah I, I post mainly my dog and food so it's it's you know a relatable <laughs> account
0: <laughs> I love that so what made you decide to become a nutritionist
1: yeah so I went to school Actually, originally to become a doctor, I was always really passionate about health and wellness. I was really active growing up. I played like a million sports. When I went to Cornell, I was pre med major, and that was my track. I thought I was going to do that. I ended up taking a nutrition class really just for fun. And I ended up loving the class. It was like the one class my freshman year, because you know, you take a lot of like bio and physics and like those kind of boring basic science classes. Mm-hmm. It was really the one class that I was really excited about. And I actually really liked listening to lectures and paid attention fully. And I just loved that it encompassed much more than what seemed for um the pre-med track, much more than like the clinical science part, which I did enjoy, but I loved how it also incorporated culinary psychology, emotions. There were so many different factors that it encompassed. And the more that I learned, so like the more nutrition classes I took, I just became more passionate about it. And I really learned that nutrition can be something that really fuels and nourishes our body.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: you know, for me thinking of how you can utilize food to live a long, healthy life and to feel your best, that became something that I became really passionate about. And then, you know, as time has gone on, all the the misinformation that's out there, you know, now you see all this information on TikTok and social media and things like that. And even back then there was misinformation. TikTok wasn't, wasn't around yet, but Even during that time, all this misinformation. And I, you know, I thought to myself, if I became the the expert in this topic, I feel like I could impact hundreds and hundreds of individuals by telling them what is legit, what is the real deal. And that is how I really got started.
0: I I love that. I, you know, I mean, I grew up in in the 90s, which is I don't feel like there's any generation that doesn't have heavy. Diet culture, but like oh, I feel yeah. like 90s, like you had Weight Watchers and Slim Fast and NutriSystem. And I remember growing up and watching my mom and dad like go through all of these different cycles and always like it was a what is it? A yo yo effect. Almost a yeah. yo <laughs> <A> yo <yo-yo> effect. <laughs> and you know, I when I decided to do this season in the podcast, I really wanted it to focus on experts like you that we're not talking about. Getting into a bikini in 30 days, we're not talking about, you know, all of these fads that you that you see. So, what's the big difference between diet and what you what you teach with the balanced eating and yeah. that kind of thing?
1: Yeah. So the way that I practice as a dietitian is I really take an anti diet approach, which you know, what does that mean? I like to use the word balance, like that resonates more with people, but I use a, a three phased approach with my clients. I focus on mindset, I focus on mindfulness, and I focus in on metabolism. And those three things are really crucial to reaching your goals. Even if your goal is weight loss, like I understand, people want to like look and feel their best. I right. I understand that. I'm not weight loss adverse, but eating balanced is so different than dieting. Because when you're dieting, you're essentially, like you said, you're, you're yo-yoing, you're on this, I call it a cycle of restrict, restricting, and then binging, and then going back and forth and feeling guilty and shameful. And it's this whole like psychological process versus balance, you can enjoy all foods and you're feeling at balance with what you're doing. Your, your mindset is balanced. Your metabolism is balanced because you're eating foods that nourish your body and you're choosing those foods, but you're also still able to enjoy the foods that you, you love, regardless if it's like ice cream, regardless if, you know, you're craving a great, like a quinoa green bowl that day, you're, you're really at ease and balance with your food choices. And that is ultimately my goal for my clients is to find that balance by focusing on those three different phases that i mentioned and by doing so you're able to really feel much more empowered in your food choices you're much more confident in yourself and your body and i think anybody listening to this can can probably resonate that like your mindset is one of the most important things like you know if your your goal is weight loss and you want to be like super thin You can you can physically be thin, but if your mindset sucks, then you know you're not going to have the health and you know everything else that you want. So that's really how I work with my clients is using those three phases, and in doing so, they can look and feel their best. They can feel comfortable in their own clothes, and they never have to diet again. So anytime you see that like Atkins commercial come up on TV, like you can just like click next.
0: (laughs) So when you talk about mindset when it comes to food, are you challenging mindsets where like we have to diet or are you challenging the mindset of like, I'm always going to be X or is it both or kind of all the things? Yeah. So it's actually a
1: little bit of both. The first really important thing is ditching the diet mentality. Like you said, making sure that you are ditching. First of all, like ditching my fitness pal, ditching the Weight Watchers app or anything like that. And which is really hard for some of my new clients a lot of my clients said they use, they come to me and you know, they've said, Allie, I I've been using my fitness pal for the past six years. I I can't delete it. And I say to them, well, how has that worked, you know, so far for you? You're 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 coming to me. My fitness pal is clearly not working. Let's ditch that. Let's try something new. You will not regret it. So you need to make sure you're ditching that diet mentality. And outside of even just like physically deleting those apps, really being open to allowing all foods to not having off-limit food items, really changing your thought process away from like good and bad foods. So instead that all foods can fit. And then the second part of that, like you said, it is about like your self-esteem and your self-worth and your self-respect. And that is so important too. And you need to be open to the mindset of like, I am capable and I'm capable of change and like anything in life you have to do your best to have a positive mindset I'm not saying like you're gonna have a positive mindset hundred percent of the time like that's you know I don't I can't do that no one really can but it's important to try and do that majority of the time.
0: Awesome so I'm big on mindset we talk a, a lot about mindset on the podcast because I've seen how it's impacted my life over the last five years well yeah. really the last nine years. Um, if y'all know my journey, then you know how it all started. So my follow-up question is we have in our audience, I feel like we have a really good mix of like business women who are always on the go
1: yeah,
0: or possibly like the work from home mom that is trying to like run a business, raise kids, be a homemaker or like a home manager is probably a better word for it and do all the things. So how can we integrate your teachings into our day-to-day lives?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. And that those are actually the people that I work with every single day. I work with people who are extremely busy professionals. They work crazy hour weeks. You know, I've had some people who work 80 hours a week, for example, or overnight shift nurses and have like crazy hours. Or I have moms of three who are barely able to even fit in a workout. And they're also running their own business out of their house. And you know, all those individuals are so busy. And I think diet culture, unfortunately, has made us believe, well, eating healthy and nourishing my body just isn't doable. I always hear kind of next time or I'll do it later type of thing. But I want anyone in here who's busy, and I know pretty much everyone listening to this is a busy professional and busy individual, know that healthy eating is totally doable and nourishing your body and optimizing your health. And what I do recommend to anybody who's like starting out in their health journey or somebody who's starting with me, even just think of like one thing you could do each day, just like start out with one thing. Because I think... If you're like a go-getter like me, or if anyone here is like type A, you know, depending on your Enneagram or whatever, you're like trying to make this full list. You know, I have like my journal right next to me and you're thinking of like all these to-do things and it can be really overwhelming. So instead of thinking of 20 different to-do items, think of one thing that is possible. So for example, I'm going to go for a 30-minute walk five times a week, or I'm going to eat vegetables three times today or whatever it is, like simplify it and don't overcomplicate it. I think a lot of times what we do is we overcomplicate nutrition. And that's what I help my clients through is really making it simple and doable and sustainable for them. So think of one thing and roll with it. And I think once that one thing becomes a habit, you can add the next item in.
0: Are you looking for a conference dedicated to animal photography then you are absolutely going to want to attend the animal image makers conference this april from april 13th through the 16th now here is the incredible thing about this conference we limit the seats to 250. That means you are getting an intimate experience with some of the top animal photography experts in the world. Head over to the link in our show notes to use the code SUCCESS2023 for $50 off registration. Right. So when you're working with a client and they're coming to you and they're like, "I, I feel like I don't have time to implement anything like a 30 minute walk feel even that feels scary. Like how is that? I guess that's really where the mindset aspect of everything comes in, like really kind of reframing their thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: reframing your thinking. You can always, I know, you know, all of us here are busy and a lot of times it's hard to find time to do things. You can always find time. There's, it's just about maybe moving things around in your schedule or if you have a spouse or a partner like how can we get them involved to just give you 20 minutes or a lot of times it is reprioritizing things like maybe instead of like driving to Starbucks and sitting in the Starbucks line for a half an hour every day which is going to cost you more money maybe we can use that time to do something that is honoring your health and again a lot of the times it seems so simple but it it can be difficult so that's why I recommend you know sitting down after this and just thinking of that one item and how you can make time to do it
0: so when you think along the lines of like nutrition, like eating, what are some nutritional, I don't know that hacks is the right word. We'll use hacks, like nutritional hacks that you have your clients lean on as they get started kind of going on this journey with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely different for everybody. That's, you know, I I use a very individualized approach. Like for example, anyone who starts out with me, I, we work on a nutrition roadmap that's specific for them, but What I definitely recommend looking at, you know, I find that a lot of busy professionals, for example, we'll go, we'll roll with that. They tend to be so busy during the day or busy moms are so busy during the day that they're not eating enough or they're not eating the right things during the day. And therefore at night, oftentimes we end up binging or feeling like we're just like, you know, bottomless pit because we haven't eaten enough during the day. And if that is you, and that is many of my busy clients, then we need to come up with strategies to eat enough during the day. And whether it's meal prepping, really simple things. And when, when my clients meal prep, we're not making like 30 Tupperwares of these picture perfect meal. Like we're coming up with easy, simple meals, like three ingredient meals that still taste bomb, like things like that, that they can implement to really help them out and having you know maybe you just want items that are already ready to go like if you're a busy mom you want items that are you can just open your fridge grab it while you have like one kid at, in your hand one kid that's tugging at you and that's something that i help my clients come up with is those strategies so i would say that's one thing to think about and another like big thing that i do find that people are missing out on is breakfast and i think a huge part of that is do you skip breakfast
0: Oh my god! It's literally 10. i fifty. I'm I'm. I wish you guys could see my face because I'm like <laughs> raising my hand. It is ten fifty, and I this is I have had a venti coffee, and that is literally all I have had today. See, this is okay. Yep,
1: this is like we're role playing right here. She yes. knew I was going to up, and it's so common. You know, you're not the only person who's <laughs> told me that, and <laughs> it's so common for people who are just really busy. They get started with their day, business owners, parents, things like that, and you look down and you're like, crap, it's already one, and I, like. I've only had two cups of coffee. Yep. (laughs) And if that is you, you need to prioritize breakfast. That I'll say that's like your one thing to do. And the reason my breakfast is so important is it starts your metabolism. It regulates your blood sugars. It regulates your hormones. And that's why I don't recommend things like intermittent fasting, for example. So prioritizing something as small as that. And it could be something that's ready to go in your fridge. Or if you're busy, like having in your desk, like a granola bar that is you know, not filled with like a ton of added sugar, like if that's your thing, it's going to be easy for you, then go for it.
0: I love that. You know, I was just talking to somebody else on the podcast. I cannot remember who it was. I'm sorry. Uh, but we were talking about keeping things simple in yeah. her, like in her expertise too. And I think that, like you said, we overcomplicate. I am a list person. I am a type one on the Enneagram. Okay. Yep. Um, you know, so I'm like, whenever I've been like, okay, this is the year. This is this is the time I come up with like this color coded list and look at Pinterest and come up with these recipes and then it's seven o'clock at night and I'm just getting started with dinner and I'm like cool chicken nuggets and PB and J.
1: Yep, it's, that's so common. It's because we overcomplicate it. And it's not yeah. it's not our fault entirely though. It's a lot of the the TikToks that we see out there and diet culture and the pressures that are put on us, especially, you know, any women listening to this, like the pressure that we feel as women uh, to look and feel a certain
0: way. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we kind of covered the one, I always like to say like, what is one action step our audience can take away from today? So if you have another one, instead of like one thing, do you have like one other one other thing. Yeah. You. Oh, I have, I have a million things. that. Might be, how many hours do we have?
1: <laughs> um, so another, another thing, you know, that I really do recommend for people is I find that so many people are going so many hours without eating, like we were talking about, mm-hmm. and maybe skipping meals, like especially busy professionals or moms, they're skipping like lunch, for example. Even if you can't sit down and eat like a full on lunch, I think that people don't think enough about like the power of snacking. And for example, a lot of times women will come to me and say, you know, like for some reason I get hungry around three o'clock every day. Mm -hmm. And I say, well, what time do you normally lunch? And they're like, well, eleven thirty. And I'm like, well, that's you know close to like four hours from that. So like, yeah, you're of course you're going to be hungry. And I think going along with that, people just think that. Food is not a good thing because calories are going to make us gain weight and calories are going to make us fat. And they do the opposite. They nourish our body. Eating the appropriate amount of calories actually can, again, if you're trying to lose weight, can actually help with weight loss. You need to make sure you're nourishing your body appropriately. So snacking is something that is so, so important. So if you don't have like a, I call it like a snack game or like snack strategy in place, and ready to grab snacks. Like that is something I would really recommend finding things that have fiber and protein in them. You know, as a busy professional like always at my desk all day on Zooms with clients, like I have stuff in my my, my drawers and my fridge ready to go. And if you're like not sure, you know, even where to start with that, that's why I I created a snacking resource for the, my community. So for all of you, I have a free snacking resource that has 20 snack ideas plus a bunch of like ready to grab snack products just on my site that you can feel free to go download and you get that instant snack list. That's somewhere I, that's somewhere I would start.
0: Awesome. I, I love the idea of snacking because I feel like a lot of the times for, well, not a lot of the times, every time for me, I get to the end of my day or I'm, you know, trying to figure out meals for the next week and I'm so decision fatigued. Yeah. Yeah that like trying to come up with a meal, like a balanced meal that makes everyone in my family. I like, I was so decision fatigued last week that I text my husband like, hey, I know normally I do Sam's Club by myself. I cannot pick up meat this week. Like (laughs) like, I just couldn't, like I couldn't make decisions. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, we'll just go, we'll just go together. I'm like, cool. That is one less thing I have to think about. So I love the idea of having like quick and easy snacks
1: and a list. That's already done. <laughs> I I'm all about lists again, keeping that simple. And again, snacking outside of like calories alone and things like that, like snacking, it regulates your blood sugars, it regulates your hormones, it keeps your metabolism going. And those are really the things that are crucial to no matter what your health goals are. And like you said, that decision fatigue, like if you're really hangry you're likely going to to make decisions or make solid decisions. I get the same. My husband listens to this. He'll laugh. Like I, when I get hangry, I just like can't make a decision and I get really grumpy and like my husband has to make the decision for me. So I'm the same way like you at Sam's Club. So instead of getting to that point, having a nourishing snack that regulates your blood sugars can really prevent that.
0: <laughs> I love that. We'll make sure to link that in our show notes, you guys, so you can grab it. Uh, awesome. All right. Any last minute things before
1: we kind of wrap things up? No, I I just appreciate, you know, everyone listening to me chat today. If anyone does have any specific questions for them, if you're wanting to know, you know, some recommendations that are specific to you, because again, everything I do is very individualized. And if you're looking to not start another diet, then please just reach out to me on Instagram, DM me. I'm sure you guys will link my Instagram, but it's at nourished roots. I would love for you to introduce yourself. I love, I love what I do because I love connecting with people and I love helping you to never diet again. So please reach out and say, hi.
0: I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of these awesome nuggets. So I always like to wrap up with the same three questions. Okay. The first one is, do you have a favorite quote?
1: Oh gosh. I do not have a favorite quote. That, is that embarrassing?
0: No, I get it a lot. <laughs> I get it a lot. I'm a quote <laughs> fanatic, so I normally have like five to pull from at almost any time.
1: I feel like if if I had <laughs> known this question beforehand, I would have Googled people's top quotes and <laughs> pulled open those like Google image, stock images of quotes in Reggie one. No, I think, you know, I don't have a specific quote. Um, I think, you know, as a, as a business owner and I think as... An individual who's in their own health journey, everyone is on their own health journey. I think just like we keep talking about, like striving for making things simple and not perfect. Um, if there's a quote surrounding that somehow about striving just to not maybe focus so much on perfectionism, I think that's something that I would that's like I would choose
0: to right. represent. <laughs> there we go. Uh, My own right. quote. <laughs> uh, and what is your favorite business tool?
1: Ooh, that is a good question. So, actually, one thing I I do. So, this isn't you know maybe most people say some type of like process or something that they use or marketing tool, but something for me that I really love doing is I host totally free workshops once a month, like virtual workshops. And the reason why that is one of my favorite tools. So, it's just through Zoom to all of you on different topics. The reason why that's one of my favorite tools though is because I'm able to reach people all over the world. And I think that's so cool for me. People find my events just on my website and I link them through like a But for me, it's so cool. I always ask people where are you from? And I'm, I'm picturing people saying from like Nashville or the Northeast, but I randomly have people from like London and I deal people from South America and India on them. And that is so cool for me to be able to connect and reach people all over the world. So that is one of my favorite tools that I utilize right now.
0: That's incredible. That is that's amazing. I love that,
1: yeah, it's it's so fun for me. and I do them on a variety of topics. and you know they're just they're supposed to be educational and like we keep talking about, like making things simple for people, yeah, and they're they're something I've truly done in all four years of my business. So I love it.
0: That's awesome. All right. And then the last one is if I were to come to Nashville and I'm like I said, I'm there pretty often. And we were to grab drinks, where would we go and what would we have?
1: Oh good question. I I my two favorite drinks, I love a Negroni. <laughs> oh, we're, talking, we're talking about alcoholic drinks. I'm pregnant right now, but um <laughs> I'm all about a Negroni, um, an old fashioned or an Aperol spritz. My favorite restaurant in Nashville is City House, and they have one of the best old fashions. So I would probably bring you there. If it's a nice Nashville day and it's not wicked hot out and you know, we're dying in the heat, I would bring you to a nice patio and we would have some Aperol spritzes together.
0: I love it. I love it. I swear one of these days I'm going to put like a drinking around the nation SBTL podcast guide. (laughs) I I would love to be a part of that. (laughs) Awesome. All right. So where we, you mentioned Instagram. Is there anywhere else that we can hang out with you? We'll put that download list in in the show notes and anywhere else we can hang
1: out. Yeah, I'm also on TikTok, uh, TikTok at Nourished Roots. I have Pinterest where I post and pin a lot of like recipes, things like that. Otherwise, heading to my website, nourishedroutes, R-O-U-T-E-S dot com. I have a ton of recipes. Again, I'm not a chef. Um, I don't make super complicated meals. I'm going to make really simple meals and show you guys how to do that. So recipes, all those free workshops that I mentioned. If you're wanting to learn more, I have a blog um, where I go into like why intermittent fasting isn't great, why Weight Watchers stinks and things like that. So go check it out.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining on this episode. I'm gonna go eat and yes. <laughs> proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see you guys next week. All right, thanks. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you are loving our content, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to our channel or left us a review. You can always hang out with me on the gram at Success Beyond the Lens. Hope to see you guys next week.